this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg Pukerke. Your guest's name is Matthew Hubacher. He is the Invest Buffalo Niagara Research Director. He makes up our crack research staff that helps us attract new companies to the region and market ourselves to site selectors, which is a lot of what we're going to talk about on this episode. If you don't know what a site selector is, stay tuned. If you want to know how we work with them, stay tuned. If you don't care anything about it, stay tuned because we talk about chicken wings. So that's it. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. Welcome to the Bell Ringer studio. Thank you very much for coming in. I know it was a far journey for you. It was, Greg. Glad to be here. I, I made the treacherous walk down the hall to the studio this morning, so I appreciate you having me. So uh, we're going to be talking about site selectors. For the audience that maybe doesn't know, who exactly are site selectors? What do they do? So at the most basic level, uh, site selectors or site location consultants provide location analysis uh, to companies considering investment. Now, within those investment decisions, whether they be a new production facility or a new distribution center or a you know, second headquarters, uh, there are a lot of um, aspects that go into those decisions, whether they be real estate or logistics or supply chain or incentives or workforce and talent or colleges and university um, access. Um, site selection consultants provide you know, detailed analyses of all of those factors that go into a company's uh, investment decisions. Um, you know, site selectors do this every day. This is their job to consult companies making these decisions, whereas a company who's doing an expansion or relocation project might have only done one of those in the past or maybe none of those in the past. This might be their first expansion project. Site selection consultants um, do this every day and help their clients make the best decision possible for their um, business needs. So why is our relationship with them so important then? So the relationship between economic development organizations and site, selection, site selectors is really, uh, you know, symbiotic. So we, um, we economic developers, um, provide, you know, on the ground, real time information to the site selection consultants. Um, oftentimes, these um, expansion and relocation projects are happening over multiple states, and they need, um, you know, economic developers to provide. You know, real-time data to, uh, to them in a timely fashion. In turn, economic development organizations like Invest Buffalo Niagara rely on site selector site selectors to provide you know leads. They are not necessarily the companies who are making investment decisions, but they are those companies' consultants. Site selectors are certainly deal influencers, and um, we want to make sure that. Um, you know, they have the most up-to-date information on what's going on in Buffalo, Niagara, so that they can um, uh, hopefully uh, uh, select us for, for a deal. Yeah, and so what are the ways in which our organization and you specifically try and build those relationships with site selectors? So it's, it's multifaceted, and before I get to more of the tactics, I think it's probably important to start first on like why it's important to have a single point of contact. Right. And I act as that you know, kind of single point of contact within Invest Buffalo Niagara. I essentially manage the relationship between the organization and the site selection community, and that's important because when a site selector needs information, he or she needs to have a single, you know, one person that they know that they can contact, that they can rely on to provide information, um, you know, in a very timely fashion. So that's, you know, my role um, um, within um, 
the organization or one of my roles within the organization. And the way we communicate that with the community is, is multifaceted. So we do a lot of one-on-one -on -one meetings, whether they be at uh, site selection, you know, conferences, pre-planned, you know, conferences that are organized by various entities. Uh, we also meet one-on-one -on -one in site uh, selectors' offices when we're in town for trade shows or other travel. You know, we try to combine trips to make sure that we are, um, you know, making the the best use of of, of our uh, travel spend. Uh, and we also have a quarterly uh, e-newsletter that uh, we send out to. A distribution list of approximately 400 or 450 you know, site selection corporate real estate uh, personnel that updates them on uh, the goings on in, in the region, whether that be you know business expansion or uh, sometimes you know contraction stories. Um, we we update them on some of the new marketing material that Invest Buffalo Niagara has created, uh, and also we just keep them uh, keep them apprised of kind of what's happening in the news, what's happening in the regional economy, uh, so they, uh, you know, keep Buffalo, Niagara, top of mind, um, you know, in their day-to-day -day work. And you talked a lot about the, the travel, meeting these people face-to-face, -face, uh, and part of the, the reason why we're recording this is to share that story, and we're recording this the week before it'll release, so as people are listening, you will be in, in what city? I will at be, what conference? yeah, I'll be in sunny Miami, Florida, uh, at a conference, at a site selection conference, uh, the Area uh, Development uh, Consultants Forum, uh, which is put on by Area Development Magazine, which is a you know industry publication, uh, and they do quarterly meetings to get economic developers and site selectors together to to meet and discuss. Um, you know, just kind of, again, the goings-on of what's happening in our region. And then we as economic developers learn, um, you know, tips and um, best practices uh, that the site selectors are seeing across the country. At the same time, our chief operating officer, Jenna Cavanaugh, will be in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, to attend Economics, which is another site selection event put on by Consultants Connect, uh, which is, again, another entity uh, that brings together um, economic developers and site selectors. Uh, and so Jenna will be uh, interacting with site selection consultants and learning, um, you know, best practices and, and tips from them at the, in Nashville. At the same time, I will be doing uh, the same in Miami. And you've, even in the, just the past few months, up to a year, you've been to a couple of these conferences. So what other places have we have we sent you to make these connections? Yeah, so we've attended a handful of events kind of year over year, um, one being Site Selectors Guild Fall Forum. Site Selectors Guild is a uh, professional organization of the top you know, 45 site selectors um, in the country, uh, and they get together for a fall forum every year, which I've attended the last three years. So I have journeyed out to Little Rock, Arkansas, Seattle, Washington, and Greenville, South Carolina for those events. I've also attended um, a Consultants Connect event in Dallas, Texas, in which I engaged in you know um, a couple dozen one-on-one, -on -one, I call it speed dating rounds with various <laughs> consultants, um, which is just as much to make that personal connection as it is to share information about the region. Um, and that was a, a, very, um, a very good experience that we will look to continue in another city um, you know, throughout the next year or so. And then I've also been to Chicago, Illinois, uh, to do just some, and, excuse me, in Toronto, Ontario, uh, just to do some like one-on-one -on -one meetings while I was there attending another business conference. Um, again, just to to make um, the acquaintance of the site selection community and share information about the region. So we we 
laid the foundation for why these relationships are important. And now let's talk about the proof. What's a, a win that we've had that's come directly from a site selector and, and how does that process work? So I mentioned site selectors are, are deal influencers and they, you know, their clients are the companies making investment decisions. So we rely on them for lead generation, and in the last handful of years, we've turned those leads into uh, into project wins. So two um, two of the larger site selection wins that we've had recently, one being Bridgestone APM. Um, this is a multinational automotive parts um, manufacturer, uh, and they had a, a, a project that they were looking to site a manufacturing facility that makes foam inserts for um, uh, car seats. Uh, and they uh, located that project up in Niagara County. Um, that The site selector on the Bridgestone APM deal was a member of Site Selection Guild, so it was good to make that connection um, You know, from the from attending the, the forums to then actually working with uh, the site, select and site selector guild member on a live project. That brought 60 jobs to Niagara County and had an investment of $15 million. And then also the Sodexo project in, in the Airborne Business Park in Cheektowaga. Um, that was another deal that came to us via site selector uh, out of Dallas, and that um, retained and created over 500 jobs in the region uh, with a capital investment of over $25 million. That's incredible. Um, so when you go and, and meet these site selectors, the one thing that I wanted to talk about before our blizzard round was we often equip you with some buffalo, buffalo delicacies mm-hmm. last time it was sponge candy. How is that received by these site selectors that, that maybe have never seen or heard of that? Yeah, it's re- actually, it's, it's funny you mentioned that <laughs> whether or not they've, they've heard of it or not is a great tell on whether there's a buffalo connection or not. If they know what sponge candy is, then I know, you know automatically I've got a connection to, to someone <laughs> right. that either they or their family or they've been to Buffalo, they went to school to Buffalo, whatever that may be. So that's always a good hook. And if they're not familiar with sponge candy, as soon as they try it, they're immediately hooked. And, of course, I offer to uh, replenish the stock uh, to, keep, uh, to keep them uh, thinking about Buffalo Niagara, you know, year-round. Yeah. And so you're, you're out helping to, uh, you know, push the Buffalo Niagara reputation, improve our perception to those that, that maybe don't know us as well. How can people listening do the same if they're not an economic researcher and you know, a site selection main contact for an economic development organization. Yeah, the main point, I think, for, for Buffalo Niagara, Invest Buffalo Niagara's involvement is that, you know, the community has a group of, you know, dedicated professionals that are um, working to ensure that the region is top of mind with the site selection community. Uh, beyond that, um, the, the Pitch Buffalo Niagara is the perfect way that that people can receive information from Invest Buffalo Niagara, share that information via social media, whether it be their LinkedIn accounts, Facebook accounts, Twitter accounts, and just get that message out to a broader audience, whether or not it's the site selection community. Getting a positive message about the region uh, out to a broader community is the best way that we can make sure we're sharing good news and keep this positive energy uh, going in the region. All right, great. And I'll, I'll include that link in uh, the podcast description underneath the play button. Uh, thank you so much for helping us on the podcast. I just have a few final Blizzard Round questions for you. Learn about your coworker. Uh, if you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be? I would be pistachio ice cream because it's my favorite ice cream, and it's clearly the best ice cream, so <laughs> it's, 
Had to be has to be pistachio ice. Definitive cream. answer. Good. Book or TV show that you'd recommend? Uh, my favorite TV show of all time is The West Wing. So if anyone is not familiar with The West Wing, I would highly recommend catching up on that via Netflix or other streaming. Okay. Uh, text or phone call? I would say go with a text. Uh, phone. If it's a phone call, it better be an emergency. <laughs> so if I get a phone call that someone just wants to chit-chat, um, that's probably not the way to go. So I'm a, I'm a text guy for immediate immediate answers. All right. Bills or Sabres? Sabres 100%. I am a uh, Sabres season ticket holder now for 10 or 11 years. And I'm um, just so happy with the way that the season is going thus far. We are on 10 wins in a row, hopefully extending that to 11 this evening, which yeah. is Thursday night. Hopefully when you are when you guys are listening, we still haven't lost. Uh, hiking or skiing? Skiing. Um, skiing with the family. Uh, my kids have three you know, young daughters. The older two, Madison and Morgan, are, I've been taking skiing lessons for the last couple of years. So hopefully we can get them out on the uh, slope sometime, uh, sometime either later this year, 2018, or early, early next year, 2019. Cool. And final question, the hardest one, chicken wings, drumstick or flat? Yeah, I, I say this all the time. It doesn't matter either way. The most important thing when eating a wing is it's a one-handed food. You know, you don't want to come with the, you know, dainty pinkies up while you're <laughs> eating a wing. So either way, whether you like the drumstick or the wing, for goodness sakes, use one hand one and hand. be proud. All right, from a true Buffalonian, thank you very much for being on, man. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. Bell Ringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.